Throughout tech, there have been category-defining products since day zero. A lot of Nintendo Switch owners fondly remember their first Game Boy. Performing a web search is too commonly called Googling, much to their chagrin, but very few have both disrupted an industry and held on to relevance long after their sales fell off the proverbial cliff. Today, we're here to bid adieu to an old friend while also considering how it's been sticking with us for the long haul all along. True, Apple has finally shuttered the sale of its last branded iPod, but let's take a look at its past, affirm its impact on the present, and admit that maybe iPod's effect will carry well into our future. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's Solid State Podcast. I'm your host, John Joyce. I'm Eric Sargent. And I'm Cody Toscano. Hey, the, the whole band's back together today. Yeah. Oh, here. yeah. <laughs> All right. So we are we are here. It, it's kind of a solemn occasion. I guess it is. I'm, I'm, you know, I got my, my upbeat doing our show. We're recording. But the, as I just get ready to announce, you know, the, the topic for the week, it's it's a little bit of a rip moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because uh, we're, we're here to. Like well, I, I want to stand up and about... put my hat over my heart. <laughs> while we heart yeah. yeah. No, so, so we are here to talk iPod a history. Mm-hmm. And that is primarily because, I mean, for many folks, I, I actually venture to say the majority of folks, iPod has been a part of history now for a while in that they're not carrying one in a sense, don't use one anymore in a sense. Mm-hmm. But I think it's also important to point out that the very thing we're doing right now, which is recording a podcast is called that just on pod. Yeah. Doing to no small part due, due to this product, the iPod and you know, what it is and what it both was in and of itself, but also what it blazed the trail for. Um, there's a lot of layers to, to what we're going to talk about today and kind of what, what the iPad was, what it became and how, in a lot of ways we do still use it to this day, just possibly not in that, you know, that one singular device that, uh, was for so many of the second device in their pocket. Um, Oh, every day it was always with me. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. what, what, what led us to this is it's, that chapter is closed, at least for the iPod as a product. It was closed very recently. Um, Apple has formally and finally, emphasis on finally, I think in a lot of ways, uh, discontinued yeah. the iPod line. And and again, the iPod as we all know it when we think about it has been gone for a long time. That that product they sunset is the iPod Touch. Which, which is basically many, a, a phone without a cellular modem in it. Yep. Uh, I remember the the summers leading up to the, because as with all Apple products, but especially back then, the rumor mill around this, you know, iPhone without the phone was what a lot of people referred yep. to it as mm-hmm. swirled around WWDC's multiple summers, if I remember correctly. And it was really, you know, Apple, they, they, they still had the iPod proper firmly in place. I mean, it was still a device that was out there. Um, but the iPhone was becoming well. It was it was already the thing. I mean, we were yeah. we we were full swing with the iPhone. But then there was talk of well, what about this iPhone sans the phone? That really turned out to be the iPod Touch, and it filled the iPod Touch. To me, has almost been a secondary category for a long time outside of both the iPod and the iPhone proper because it. It was what a lot of people made it to be. For some, I know, um, for a lot of parents, it was the device they could give their kid that they weren't ready to give them a full blown smartphone yet. I mean, um, that, that still actually happened recently. We have we have some friends here who have kids about the same age as ours, so they're you know not quite double digits, you know, and they she wanted a phone and they got her uh, 
an iPod Touch instead because it does all the games. You can do the music on it. You can actually yep. even make FaceTime calls and all that. So you can still do all that stuff with it, but it's not actually, you know, a phone in your pocket. Right. FaceTime audio. <laughs> yep. That, that's exactly. it. And the iPod Touch, just to put a bookend on that, especially in its later years, was, in my opinion, a lot more iPhone than it was ever iPod. Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I don't know many people that that was expressly and specifically an audio device. Sure, it ran Apple Music and Spotify, or in its earlier incarnations, it connected to iTunes, and you could sync your music library like you would with an iPod proper. I mean, don't get me wrong. It did those things and then some, but I think the App Store is more directly tied to the iPod Touch's history than the iTunes store per se ever was. I'm I'm having an idea in real time so we can make a prediction um, here like we like to make. So um, are did they finally discontinue this because they are actually planning on putting out essentially a handheld gaming console? Apple huh. branded don't, because don't because they do that called the iPhone. <laughs> but, but, the, but that's the, yeah, that's the thing though. I mean, for those parents who want to give their kids, because that's essentially what it was. It stopped being a music player and started being a way for kids to get into the app store and get learning games and you know Minecraft and whatever they wanted to play on on a little handheld device through the Apple Store. That's what most kids use it for now is just playing apps in a small device that's portable. So now they've got room to actually put out one that's basically the same thing, but geared towards gaming. Right. I don't know. Just throwing but it they, out there. They've definitely been like uh, going with like the Apple TV, adding like game stuff to that. Yep. And the iPhone, they always kind of show that off. I, I could see them doing something. I'll keep going down the I'll keep going down the rabbit hole, though. Isn't that also the iPad mini? Sure. True. But, but again, that's a that's a four hundred and ninety nine dollar starting price device. Yep. And if parents want to get it into the hands of their kids if they could do a $199 that sure. makes it compete with uh you know Nintendo Switch level you know handheld device but is intrinsically tied to the app yep. store for Apple you know that's something that they can leverage for you know those oh, I, gamers I, out there I love the concept I, I'm trying to picture a world where Apple's like hmm yeah right but I, I'm also picturing, and this is this is being unfair because it was a long time ago. But Cody, do you remember in our old office, it was one of the earlier versions of um, Game Center or whatever it was. And we were doing the AirPlay to an Apple TV through Game Center, and how just yes. heinously laggy it. With the latency was unusable. Cody was saying playing some platformer, and I watched him just jump off of a cliff over and over and over again because the Wouldn't controls respond. lagged so bad through the AirPlay. It was and again. This is. 10 years ago, eight at least, like we're, we're being unfair to the technology that we know exists today. But at the time, that's all I can think of was a, the, the game center of old with the felt, you know, uh, skeuomorphic, uh, design language and just airplay oh, at the time. About the felt. I uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, we are, we are, we are full so blown, uh, solid state off the right, uh, off to the right. But, um, so the iPod touch, Back to what brought us here was that was the device most recently sunset. But again, I my feeling personally in this modern incarnation was the iPod Touch was more iPad Super Mini than it was mm-hmm. ever an iPod in its yeah. in its truest sense. I, yeah, I agree so with that. I'll open to the floor then for each of you. When when did the iPod end for you in your in your respective gadget owning lives? Sure. 
when did the iPod well, come to a close? I'll, I'll one up here and do what I started with so we can go back to the beginning and start. My first one was uh, an iPod 3G. So it was like the th- you know, the third generation in it would have been probably early 2004 or something like that. I got one of the bigger ones. I think it was like, can yep. I say bigger? It was like a 40 gigabyte version of the, the 3G. And then my last one was the 160 gigabyte uh, iPod Classic, which was, I think, the last one of that form factor that they released mm-hmm. before they got rid of it. I do say... the. To, to pile onto that, the classic was my last great hurrah with the iPod. Mm-hmm. Um, my start with iPod was much later than yours, Eric. And the irony, um, I was one of those, you know, PC kids of the day. And, you know, I was, you know, I, Apple was just not part of my life at the time. And my very first Apple device, and this was true of a lot of people, I would say, then Zoom? especially. No, thank, thankfully, <laughs> um, while I did own a Zune, mind you, um, it yeah. was more from a morbid curiosity than anything sure. else um i had see here we go off the left hand road this time um anyway um my, i had a zune whatever the zune competitor to the uh ipod nano was at the time okay uh, so the nano that, was your first one yes so my very okay. first apple product in general was an ipod nano it was the one that still had the wheel and the screen but it was the super small form factor it was like the the not quite you know stick a gum form factor but bigger than that but sure not a full-blown it was you know, it was like it was iPod. kind of a it was the mini version of the big ipod at that point it looked exactly the same yeah. still had a screen still had the wheel the center still a screen button, metal back black okay, yeah. plastic front i mean okay. it was but what's funny is it wasn't even new it was i bought it from a friend who was who i think it was like four or eight gigabytes and they needed a bigger one and i did not have any music collection to speak of at the time i just wanted you know for me if i had a handful of cds i could carry in my pocket like that was a right. lot of music for me just to listen to at a baseball game kind of mm-hmm. thing so um i'm like you know, whatever. I don't have a Mac, but you know, at the time you could get you well, you can now, but it was in the earlier days of you could put iTunes in Windows. I'm like, okay, so yeah. I can manage a library and what let's give it a shot. Mm-hmm. So that was my very first Apple product. And what's funny is I actually we've talked on several episodes about sense memory and how sense yeah. memory can be very closely tied for especially folks like us to our gadgets. And I vividly remember picking it up, the feel of the device in my hand and then plugging it had those same white apple crappy but the 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 headphones, yeah. the headphones the, yep. cuz they weren't AirPods at the time or anything like or EarPods. They were just freaking Apple headphones. Yeah. And I remember plugging them in and it was just something about the, the way the headphone jack fit in uh, when I charged it the first time, the way the, the 30 pin connected, like something about, I have vivid sense memories to the fit and finish of the device. Like I had plugged countless millions of headphones into devices or plugged in countless thousands of USB devices. And there was something uniquely different about how the pieces and the parts fit together. The quality translated even at that level when you held the device like wow there is actually something different about this device compared to the other contemporary call them what they were mp3 players especially right. of they the were time. all they were all gimmicky plastic i mean oh yes. yeah yeah i was mentioning before the show like there was a ton of this random branded you know oh yeah mp3 players 
I want to say my first MP3 player was also used from a friend. I think I bought like his whatever, like I forget what the brand was, Rio, like 32 oh, megabytes. Yeah. It was, I remember I was, I was going on a trip to Costa Rica and I didn't want to travel with like literal CDs. <laughs> and I bought like his Rio MP3 player off of him and an SD card and I could fit like 50 songs or I don't even remember what, but basically enough to get me through the bus rides on the trip from A to B. Uh-huh. And uh, th- that was, but then you, I went directly from that to my first iPod and it was, believe me, it was not the software experience that got me. It was not the, you know, <laughs> iTunes on windows was no great trick, mm-hmm. but um, it was the, the literal, you guys know I'm a hardware person. And I, that hardware was so head and shoulders above the device and the devices that I'd used to that point, that was what really set me down the path later on. I remember it wasn't too long after that, getting my first MacBook and then my first iMac after that. And you mm-hmm. know, that was my, the iPod, I said, I, I'd be willing to bet, and I would imagine the numbers back this up too, that the iPod was that gateway drug for a lot of people I think so. into yeah, the Apple ecosystem, guy. much like really the iPhone probably is today for a lot of people. Now, there's right. obviously countless more iPhone users than there are, say, MacBook users, but I'd still be, I, we can all agree Apple's ecosystem model of let's get iPhones into people's hands and then a sufficient percentage of those people are going to buy MacBooks and iMacs and iPads and everything and use the app store and then the services model kicks. I mean, Apple, as we know it today, I think can draw direct DNA back to let's get iPods in people's hands and then draw them into the garden. Yeah, that was me. I I definitely just had the iPod and then I eventually got the phone and the MacBook and uh, yeah, totally. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. So I, I always wanted, and I still would go back and get one. I think they're way expensive now just because they're retro. I, I really want one of those first generation iPods. Mm-hmm, just I just like the, you know, the full, like, you know, eventually the click wheel was like touch, but back then it actually spun like it was, it a, was a wheel, wheel. Yep. and it had push buttons around it that were separate from the wheel. And eventually they incorporated that. So you'd click different parts of the touch wheel you know, as the play pause and forward and skip. But it, in the original, it was around the edge of the turn, actual turning wheel. I just, I always liked the form factor of that original one. I mean, it, it's super chunky and hokey looking now compared to modern tech, but I would, I, I would still, I'd keep one of those in my house and yeah, plug headphones into a, it once in a while. Yeah. I think it still has that visual component. Just seeing that square little brick, you're like, oh yeah, that that's yep. pretty cool. And yeah. when it, it connected with like a firewire, what they called it back then, right? I think it did have a firewire. <laughs> there was right. a firewire option. Well, I believe it, I it was, think it was 30 pin. Well, I think it was, oh, it was I, I don't know for sure. I think it, it would That's have been right. 30 pin interface, but I think the cable had a USB and possibly a firewire option on the, on the interface end that would have plugged right. into your computer. It plugged into the uh, Mac or whatever. And because I, they, I, could, I they think, could get higher transfer one. I, firewire yeah. probably. I think even the original iPod, the original iPod may have been the first 30 pin device that I'd have to check on. But, uh, yeah, I would think so. Yeah. Goes but, way back. Yeah, oh, yeah, way, way back. But yeah, I mean, and then I think in some somewhere in the middle there, I had I had one of the little ones. Like I guess it was a shuffle. That's what it was. The iPod shuffle. It was oh, just like shuffle. the little yep. tiny thing that clipped on your belt. You know, I think I had delusions of grandeur that I was gonna exercise with it or something. <laughs> and then I was like, nah, I'm too fat for all that. So I didn't ever exercise and I just, you know, I used it for going out when I didn't want to have the giant one in my pocket or whatever, I put some of my condensed favorite songs on it. Cause I think those were like what 
four gigabytes or something like that right. eight gigabytes you didn't get very much space on those i was so against the ipod shuffle when i was younger because i was like i want to see what i'm i playing. want I don't a screen <laughs> yep yep yeah <laughs> uh, so and, uh, which is funny because now when you think about it it was your music it was purpose built to randomly shuffle your songs rather right. than go and choose an album and listen to an album or listen to what you know so it's it was basically a precursor to everything that's coming today because that's right. all we do now is yeah, shuffle that we go on yeah. to you know whether it's the apple music or you know whatever you know choose your streaming You're service right. here and we just go on and shuffle the songs in our life even on apple music i spend yep. the majority of my time going to i have many of my own but i will openly admit i heavily use the pre-generated pre-canned oh, playlists yeah. that oh, just yeah. fit yep. a certain genre or what i'm in the mood for and just yeah. let it fly so you're you're absolutely right if i and recall Cody, per- oh sorry well no i just i have to go back and fact check myself um you are absolutely right that first ipod straight up firewire off the top <laughs> that's like hilarious. full-blown boxed out firewire from the top i had, I had completely that's blocked like, that out of my head which, which means oh. that 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 means at that point windows users were out of luck because most well there windows was i mean machines... i knew that it, it, it was several it was multiple generations later that because there wasn't even itunes for windows until multiple generations afterwards right. actually yeah it was um what was the it was a music match i think it was called like it you was had to use some right around party. the third generation yeah to where you could even get an ipod to talk to a windows device mm-hmm. and then funny. even further down the road was when itunes finally came around to windows I think my fun fact about the shuffle is, if I recall correctly, I think Apple had to change the way shuffle works because people thought it wasn't random enough. Yep. If I recall. And they actually had to change the algorithm to make it so that more random bands didn't play back to back. So let's call it what it is. It just played a crap ton of U2 until people just couldn't handle it anymore. And then it finally had to play something else. Yeah. When everyone got that album for free on their iPod. I I just remember the uproar of all these people. Like, I don't want this album. Why, why am I forced to have this in my library? It's, it's free. Why don't you want free? And everyone else like, but we didn't ask you yeah, for we it. Want yeah. the U2 album. Thank you. What part of you planting something on my device kind of implies you could also remove something from my, like going back to our steadfast, I wanted to be in that meeting. Mm-hmm. Like what guy first looked up and realized, Ooh, yeah. they yeah. might read into this a little further than maybe we intended. Like, I think they genuinely believed like people would just be just be into happy it. to have a free album. so happy to get free music. And you may underestimate people. <laughs> yeah. Wow. 2006. Okay. It was the black and red one though. It was cool yeah. looking. Don't get me wrong. Oh, the U2 edition <laughs> yeah. iPod. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, very cool. It's, but the, like I'm reading, I was trying to get to that part in this article that I was looking at that, that show, I just wanted pictures of all of them so I could remind myself what they looked like. And it says that Apple released a Harry Potter special edition iPod in 2005, what? which featured, I, featured the Hogwarts crest laser engraved on the back. I absolutely I missed out on that one. I, I had no the idea they ever Harry did Potter that. Kid. Could we please make sure my wife, who unfortunately listens to this show, never finds out about that? Because <laughs> the, the next charge of my credit card will be for eBay if someone happens to be reselling one. one of those iPods. You're the one who edits the podcast, so you just go ahead and cut that bit out, I guess. <laughs> Or if anyone ever hearing Taylor, please mute for the next 35 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, shoot. The, all right. So attempting desperately, but 
worthlessly to reel it back in. So the the iPod. So Eric, we know you you got into the iPod pretty early. I got yeah. into the iPod quite late. Cody, did you actually say what what was you said your shuffle was your first one then? No, the my Nano. my fir- the first ever one that I had was the the Nano, the iPod okay. Nano. Um I think that was like 2000 and um 2000 and something. This is riveting radio as Cody yeah, flips yeah, through an online article. Um, <laughs> yeah, I had the one gig model. I remember like oh, wow. really, one really gig. wanting it. Ooh. I think it was what's 250 songs was like one gig back then or whatever That's they said. That's funny. Yeah, because MP3. Yeah, sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, that was, so I and I used that. I, I used it a ton. I had it everywhere I went. Um, and I used that one. And then I ended up getting an iPod Classic. I had the, the Classic. And that was really... I had that for a long for time. Years. I yeah. used it on the bus, like watching movies. I would load movies on it, you know, <laughs> that tiny, yeah. like two inch screen. Um, and then the last iPod that I did have was the last uh, or the six gen iPod Nano, the little square with the clip on it. Um, that so funny, Cody, funny story about that exact iPod. Uh, if you ever want it back, I have it. Um <laughs> So only reason I, so <laughs> unpacking still because uh-huh. apparently moving <laughs> means you unpack for at least a year. Yeah, uh, I happen to more recently than I care to admit came across, and this was the result of an experiment in our old office all those years ago. Um, I have your that that iPod and um, the watch band, the watch band yes. that we. Because it was that was like the thing about that iPod where people were like Apple's going to make a watch. This was the proof because Jobs made some offhanded comment on to people at Apple campus or even wearing them on their wrist, and like that was just oh, you want to talk funny. about the Apple rumor mare rumor mill being in beyond full swing so we had to be us about it and order a watch band the whole nine Mm -hmm. yards and don't get me wrong it was it was a it was a pointless experience there were no wireless headphones that were compatible like so you were walking around with this thing on your wrist with wired headphones headphones going to your wrist that's funny but we had we had to partake in the moment we had to do it so i watch faces i think it just was no it was just the it was just the ipod ui it was a it was a it was a kit bash between the iPod UI and the iOS UI of the time, but it wasn't running iOS. At least I don't think it was. It was special. No, no way. Yeah, it, was it was still that like old yeah. Yeah, iPod. Yeah. So <laughs> FYI, because I was unpacking a box, it was literally like, I'll call what it is, crap from our old office, uh-huh. and. In the bottom of this box, I came across it. So if you ever want it back, I have your hold on. Definitely. Yeah, I'll put that thing on a shelf. (laughs) (laughs) It belongs Um, in a museum. There you go. And and that was pretty much the last iPod I have. After that, the the iPhone, I had an iPhone 3G, I think. So Mm -hmm. I ended up using that. And the the app on the iPhone used to say iPod. (laughs) Yes. That's funny. Um, So after that, that, I never had an iPod. No, that that segued really, really well. It's, we didn't plan it, I promise. Uh, into because I because I, you just nailed it. iPod as a concept, I do believe lived on with us and really still lives on way beyond the products that we identify as iPods. Again, setting the touchdown for a second and just iPod iPod as an experience, I think, is the way that iPod has lived on with us long beyond the hardware, beyond the gadget itself. Because you're right, for, for a while there, it was straight up called, the app was called iPod on earlier iPhones and versions of iOS. And, you know, yes, Apple Music today has no direct lineage. I mean, that's a rebranding of Beats for heaven's sake. But I mean, right. it's 
a Beats Plus, but iPod conceptually and the idea of this virtually limitless library of music going with you everywhere you go and permeating so many new facets of your life. I think that for, for a lot of people was what iPod represented. It was, you know, maybe you had a few CDs in your bag and a Walkman and mm-hmm. now suddenly, or, you know, dating myself with Walkman or cassette tapes or what have right. you. Yep. Um, but now, and then after that it was MP3s and an SD card or two. And then it mm-hmm. suddenly became not just a collection, a piece of your library, it was really your, the idea was your your music music library went with you where you went. And that concept, that idea now is driven much more heavily by the cloud and mobile connectivity and things like that. But the Mm -hmm. the concept itself of where I am, my music library is with me, I think is one of the earliest precursors to really, for me at least, the, the footprint now is where I am, my digital self is with me, my mm-hmm. photos, my videos, my music, my apps, my, I mean, think about the amount of our personal data that is effectively accessible to us almost everywhere we are. To me, at least the iPod is one of the earliest representations. Yes. Yeah, siloed into music and later video and some other things, but really music for me, I can't think of an earlier representation of that other than, and this isn't even close to the same thing, maybe earlier digital cameras and the concept of like traveling. I remember the first time we as a family traveled with a very early digital camera with us and being able to look at the pictures we were right taking away. as right we were away. traveling that was and deal. not, you know, taking a bunch of pictures on spec and then waiting till you got home to develop them to see if they were any good or not. Like, and finding out that you had loaded the film wrong for the entire oh, trip. Oh, no yeah. From your trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I feel yeah. like I remember those iPod commercials. Like, I feel like maybe with the nanos more specifically, they had the colors. They had like people using them outside. I feel Dancing like in maybe, the silhouettes and stuff oh, like that. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that was like uh, Apple kind of cultivating, like you're saying, that experience. Using Absolutely. The device. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and you make another really great point, Cody. I, you're right. Some of, some of those Apple commercials. Now, Apple marketing wise, that's always been, I mean, I think about the 19, we referenced in a recent episode, like the 1984, you know, um, commercial or the Mm. think different campaign. Like that's been in their DNA again, almost since the beginning, but uh, definitely to our generation, at least our collective generation, um, those iPod, it was for me, it was coming up. It was the iPod commercials and the, I'm a Mac, I'm a PC commercials. Like for Mm -hmm. me, that was, that was the pinnacle for of me of Apple of Apple advertising yeah. anymore. Yeah, it's just it's it's another it's like take music, on everyone else's. You know, being at the no, it's everyone at iPhone. Yeah. You well, could cut I, I this is not meant as a shot at any one of the companies, but you could take a Pixel commercial, a Galaxy commercial, an iPhone commercial, and whatever Microsoft's trying to peddle that day. <laughs> and co- almost copy and paste the devices in and out of the template. Mm-hmm. And those commercials are almost all the same today and i also think that advertising those kind of devices as a whole has completely changed anyway because i know personally and we can have a whole episode on this i've cut the cord completely i don't see commercials anymore Mm -hmm. i pay for all the services to not have commercials free no you're absolutely right the only ads i see are on the things that i take in digitally you know, Facebook and the, those other companies, like where I'll see advertisements that are thrown in my face and I can't yeah. get away from them. The things that my ad blocker in my browser misses, you know, those mm-hmm. are the ads that I see. So I, if I, okay, let me phrase it this way to keep it somewhat on topic. If 
Apple right now or Microsoft or anybody else was doing an advertising campaign that was that kind of a cultural moment, I would miss it. Mm-hmm. Good point. I'd never even see it. So <laughs> I and don't know I, if that's just because I'm old or no, what, but I would clean, nor would I. You're absolutely right. If it were to hit my radar, it would be because someone in one of the, you know, news outlets I follow bothered to like do an article about it. Like sometimes yeah. there's an ad that makes enough waves that that's your, to your point, most of the, obviously we're all getting permeated by advertising all day long, but mm-hmm. that particular type, the commercial type yeah. of advertisement, most of those that I take in anymore are because but on purpose, because it was impactful or a message or something about it was meaningful that someone bothered to write an article about it. Totally. Yeah, and I'm that's pretty few way. and far between, I bet. Oh, very much so. But uh, it's, just, it's so interesting just the, for me, reeling it back once more to iPods in general, there's just a lot of touch points for me between the iPod and a lot of what we have today between the gadgets themselves, the software, uh, our digital experience, and in kind of the the marketing and the the consumer relationship between iPod and the rest of the world for a long time was more meaningful to most people than their actual relationship with Apple specifically. Mm-hmm. I, I would be willing to say there were just so many people who that was their iPod. It wasn't as much about the fruit logo on the box, but that was an iPod. It has and, all my things in it. It's me. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's another big, it was just call it what it is. Maybe I would be curious if you guys had the same feeling for a lot of people that I knew, especially earlier on, because they were extremely premium products. And they didn't have many price points earlier on. It, there was a status symbol aspect to it also. Oh, absolutely. I mean, oh, carrying that yep. iPod and even like how many, let's face it, we all knew that guy who had some other music device, but oh, had yeah, I Apple already, I already made a, into it. I already made a derogatory lol Zune joke in this podcast. Fair enough. Because, You're right. You know, and that's and that's what it was. There's people like, oh, you don't have an iPod, you've got, you know, player X. You know, what's mm-hmm. wrong with you? Get get the I'm, I'm just gonna say what it is. A very good friend of mine, and I'd 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 tell this story again to his face and he would laugh with me. <laughs> he the, the the reference I made to the headphones was he got a Zune bordering out of protest. And then we were in college at the time. He went to the mall and bought Apple headphones for $30, $40 for yep. crappy headphones because he didn't want to have the Zoom branded headphones on while walking around campus. That's oh, hilarious. he wanted to run the <laughs> headphones. That's amazing. Well, it, they still do that to this day. I mean, I think having an iPhone or a Mac or an iPad is in a way. Oh, that, I, I, that, well. sorry. Great. Good point, Cody. That, that's really what I was zeroing in on was that, again, was one of, for me, the earliest renditions of Apple establishing themselves in the cultural moment as that kind of symbol. The mm-hmm. Mac had been around for a long time, but that was more of a symbol in our circles. You know what I mean? You yeah. had the person with their power book. Most people really didn't know or care why that was meaningful in any way, shape, or form. But almost during the height of the upswing of that moment, you pulled out an iPod and you know, many, many people from many different generations knew that was an iPod, knew what it represented from a capability. Like that, that was your whole music library in your pocket. People knew, people that had no reason to know that much about a piece of tech knew what that was and why. And those kind of moments are the ones I think that are fewer and farther between when they do break out of the confines of our world and get out into the Joe public world more than just the average technology announcement. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Speaking of those headphones, I I must have bought 
two dozen pairs of those things over time <laughs> because the, the ends kept separating yeah yep yep yeah, the um i have i cannot begin to tell you what silly putty they used for the rubberized ring around the edge of them but yes. it would start oh, to break yes. down and then you wouldn't realize until it's like why is my ear bleeding and it was basically because the raw plastic in your ear was digging in because yep. that it had just evaporated into thin air um but hey yes. they 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 were a pack in everyone used them and then more shockingly when they would go bad would they go to best buy and buy a decent pair of headphones nope. absolutely not they would go buy another pair of ipod yeah. apple headphones well, yeah every I, time i don't know why yeah we're not talking about you eric gonna, i'm the other guy i <laughs> we know I, you had your behringers and your bear dynamics I, and I, had a, I had a rubber band with a with a an headphone amplifier and so I would go, I changed it to line output and I would run it into the headphone amplifier and then plug high impedance headphones into the headphone amplifier from my, yeah, I'm, I'm that guy. So yeah, I'll just sit over here in my corner with my dunce cap on. It's all yeah. good. With your really nice headphones though. Yeah, with exactly. your really yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be listening to amazing quality music. To really great music. That's right. <laughs> Those highs and lows are just perfect. Yeah. You know? uh, <laughs> oh, well, it, like I said, there's, it's so interesting because it does touch so many areas outside of just a music player. Cause let's add its basic, most basic. This is a music player. Mm -hmm. It was, it was and became capable of so much more, but that's, but the moment that represented and continues to represent again, we're doing what we're doing right now, recording and distributing a podcast has a direct lineage back to the yeah. iPod and what that what what that became over time, and I think about you know outside of the minuscule corner of the internet where our show lives, pod the podcast industry, the podcast industrial complex yeah. has become so massive. When we think about yeah. the multi 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 million dollar individual deals and the billion dollar you know uh, investments that, that it represents all goes back to you know a, a plastic and metal box with some crappy well, headphones still, in a bunch of people's pockets that's still to this day apple no longer sells a, a ipod but if your show if your podcast has made it it's because you're getting all those downloads from apple's mm -hmm. you know itunes and Apple Music and all that. There are plenty of other, you know, Spotify sure. and those places that also host the podcasts. But I still think the majority of the downloads are coming through Apple because sure. of, because it all was it all came out of the iPod. Oh, and there was right. there was a an anecdote that I saw while just doing some pre podding for this show where they talked about there was a guy out there who didn't want it to be tied to Apple so much he didn't want the pod part in there so he started calling his show a netcast instead mm -hmm. of a podcast and trying to get that to take off and i think it was several years later he finally went you know what you can't force language everyone's going to call it a podcast no matter what so he changed yep. his show to be a quote-unquote podcast. podcast instead of a netcast instead so it was yeah. you know it, it's just it will live on that name will live on forever it'll finally get to the point where you know, people you don't even will know be, why it's called that thing. Right, you know, like you show you show my kid a three and a half inch floppy disk and he's going to be like, oh, wow, you 3D printed a save icon. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. nobody knows what that is. Yep. Right. So it's going to it's going to eventually get there too. podcast is just what it's called. Who, no one's going to know that there was a device called that eventually. So it'll be interesting to see when how long it takes to get to that point. 
No, and I think in a way it's still growing because, like you said, I think most of it does come from Apple because, you know, a company like Spotify, they're putting so much money right now into getting podcasters on their platform exclusively into getting that, that audio zone, you know, obviously it's still a huge market, you know, there's no one is quite as big at holding podcasts, I don't think as, as Apple. So no, I don't think so. Um, yeah, I, I, def- there, I definitely think there's ways it, it will evolve still, especially with other companies trying to kind of be the place to put them on. Yeah, definitely. So, so, so to close this out in, in true solid state uh, fashion, I'm going to pose one more to you guys as we close the book, as it were, on the iPod. I'll ask it this way. Do you think there are any moments ahead for the iPod? Would Apple ever bring it back in name, in form, in function, in 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 any way? Do you do you think in a commercially released device or software, do you think we'll ever see iPod resurrected? I'm, I'm going to go on record and say no. My my call is a no. I don't think so. I, not I not with their other devices. Yeah, I will say yes. Purely not because they will want, not because they need to but because they want to use the name. I think I think maybe like, let's say they have like smart homes or a smart car or something. Oh, here's your iPod in your smart home to control whatever, right? I know they could probably still use it. So you don't think they're going to bring it back as the same device, but you can you think they're going to bring back the name for some kind of other interface into in the yes. future? Okay. Yeah, I think they're going to include it into something that will use the name, but it just because of the factor that everyone knows what an iPod is or like knows that name. Like, I think that'll play into it. I don't know if they'll ever do an actual just iPod because I think the iPhone's pretty smart to have all of it in one. But what do you think, John? In typical me fashion, Eric, <laughs> the pre- from a purely practical perspective, I think you're right. I do. I do. I, I'm going to go with two things. I think you are right. They will not. Cody, I choose to believe <laughs> <laughs> that someday. Someone with enough influence at Apple, and in all mm-hmm. frankness, is maybe post the Tim Cook era. It, is, it may take another generation of Apple to even be incentivized to do something like this. I, I believe it's not that I think the fact that the AirPods Max exist mm-hmm. means there is enough of a cultural DNA left at Apple that actually believes in it. I'm not. This is not meant to be a religious debate about whether or not those are even good headphones, mm-hmm. but they're still expensive headphones, and oh, we'll yeah. leave it at that. So someone there believes in the value of producing uh, expensive, air quotes, high quality, I like them, but I know a lot of people that don't, audio high theory. quality audio devices mm-hmm. that at the end of the day, connect to your iPhone and play mostly pretty crappy streamed audio off of them uh-huh. and i'd like to think that somewhere deep dark in an r&d room in cupertino is the concept for marrying the power of the cloud and the app store infrastructure and all the digital experiences we have with a great piece of hardware that was actually made to coexist with headphones like that or maybe even a step above um, not meant to invoke going way back in the way back machine to something like we live in a world where the Apple hi-fi existed. Let's just, let's just, let's just pause on that for a second. Mm. Um, This is probably as crazy an idea as that. But if it were, if it were John writing the rules of the universe, I would love to see all of that coalesce into, because there's something about a purpose built device. Mm. My phone is great at streaming music and video and apps and all the photos. It's, it's great. 
but I have also, I've always been a person who loves to pick up a device that's really good at doing a thing. My, my iPhone camera is currently the best camera I own. I still love picking up my crappy old DSLR and just taking pictures with it because it's made to take pictures. And that's, you can't always replicate that experience no matter how good in a Swiss army knife device. So summing it all up, Eric, I think you're right. I don't think that's ever going to happen, but I would love to believe in a world where that would be a really cool experience where it's not a second class citizen scenario of, oh, you could download this software and force these high quality audio files onto it and then pair it with some, you know, better than decent headphones. No, I want a device purpose built that would be able to marry to all these great devices and experiences that are out there, turn them up to 11 and then have it be that purpose built driven experience so that's what i want to believe yeah. do i think we'll ever see it probably not no i mean i could see them marrying it all together and like you said you know an airpod max future generation that where they're standalone that connects yeah yeah they're, they're oh, standalone in you the know, tim cook era i could see them doing that at a software level and charging me a higher subscription for it sure yeah I could see them bringing back the freaking Apple Hi-Fi name just to make it a $10 price bump on my Apple Music subscription to get super yep. high quality audio files that only work on your $600 Apple oh, headphones. I mean, I could see that, that play that all day be the long. That's prediction that you've made. I yeah. think that's probably yep. going to happen. They, they probably they will as soon as soon as the as soon as the AirPods both both the Pros and the Macs are compatible with lossless audio yep. because they're not right now. As soon as they're compatible with lossless audio, there will be a tier that you pay yep. more. So you get the lossless audio that will now be able to stream to their, yep. their devices. I can oh, see that right. for sure. Yeah, Apple, a- Apple today is a services company that makes phones. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so it, distilling it down to a service, I'll flip it around that I think will happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also believe it'll happen, but I also think that will happen. Well, now that I've tried to make it optimistic and somehow made it pessimistic, but really tried to make it optimistic there at the end, another roller coaster ride through oh, the yeah. solid state this week. <laughs> but, uh, I, I think on that genuine bombshell, we will uh, start to wrap it up for this one. Uh, anything closing from you guys' end? I don't think so. I think that I, you know I'll just keep keep my expensive headphones and, uh, and keep listening <laughs> to music, just not on an iPod, I guess. Uh, I'll uh, say, long live the iPod. You know, there you go. R.I.P. All right. Well, everyone have a great week and we will catch you next time. Later.